Today on The Good Word, we're talking about growing and harvesting apples and actions. In the lot next to my grandparents' house growing up, there was a community apple orchard that had several varieties of apples every fall. My grandfather spent a lot of time caring for the orchard, and he let my cousins and me follow him around as he pruned and watched over the trees. The apples would weigh down those branches come September, and they always seemed to be larger and sweeter than the ones I saw at the grocery store. And they would start disappearing as soon as the neighborhood realized they were ripe. One year, I tried to help by adding to the number of trees by bringing crab apples to plant in an unoccupied corner. Luckily, my grandfather saw me trying to plant those sour little apples and asked what I thought I was doing. I explained I thought that planting crab apples in this orchard would make them just as big and sweet as the rest. He shook his head and helped me unplant my half-buried crab apples from the ground. Listen, he said, you're not going to get honey crisp from crab apples. It doesn't work that way. You get crab apples from crab apples no matter where you plant them. As much as I would have liked those sour things to turn sweet, the fundamental law of agriculture is pretty simple. The law of the harvest. You reap what you sow. No one plants tomato seeds and then is surprised when they get tomatoes. This holds true for our actions as well. Study hard and you learn. Get enough sleep now, you'll have energy later. Our interactions with the Lord stay consistent with this pattern. In Galatians chapter 6, the Apostle Paul explains that when it comes down to it, you get what you give. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. For he that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption. But he that soweth to the Spirit shall of the Spirit reap life everlasting. We are not rewarded good results for bad. God loves his children with a perfect love, but when we do wrong, we don't get the results as if we'd done right. This shows up in the Book of Mormon when people who are rebelling against God find themselves in increasingly difficult situations. A prophet of the time connects their plight to their actions this way in Mosiah chapter 7. For behold, the Lord hath said, I will not succor my people in the day of their transgression, but I will hedge up their ways that they prosper not, and their doing shall be as a stumbling block before them. If my people sow filthiness, they shall reap the chaff thereof in the whirlwind, and the effect thereof is poison. If my people shall sow filthiness, they shall reap the east wind, which bringeth immediate destruction. But if you will turn to the Lord with full purpose of heart, and put your trust in him, and serve him with all diligence of mind, if ye do this, he will, according to his own will and pleasure, deliver you out of bondage. Once they soften their hearts and return to serving him, the Lord's children become better able to handle their burdens through help and strength they receive. Their problems don't immediately go away. But in the timing of the Lord, the reward for their obedience comes. Like any harvest, reaping the rewards of what we sow is inevitable, but it takes time. We need to keep patient and trust the Lord that in the end, everything will make sense. Though the trees from a good seed and a bad may initially look the same, it's clear when the harvest comes which is sweet and which is sour. And that's the good word. <laughs>